The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we repping for the New York Knicks. Live from the garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best five starting. Regardless if it's close or a large margin. We hungry for a win. The fan base starving. Bound and astounded. Fishing and we swishing. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season, yeah. arena full of fans, screaming out defense, playoff intensity, got our hearts beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hear the heart breathing, Whoa. swishing through the net, yeah. the players take flight, flight. vibing with the vets, the coaches need a fight, head them with attack, the players about to fight, yeah. it's all about respect, ain't taking any slight, no. a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, about to take a ride, up to new heights, this is our year, the future real bright, right. shining real bright like the New York City lights. the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Live from the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps, New York City and all across the country, please feel free, please welcome to the Bleed Blue Show presents the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. I'm your boy, the infamous one himself, joined as always by my boy, Steve Azul. Steve, how you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, it is. I was thinking about that too, man. It's been rough. I was just thinking about that earlier, maybe this week. I was thinking how, uh, man, how things were great and how we were rolling. And all of a sudden, the injury bug with the Miami game, everything's been downhill, man. It, just, it happened so fast, man. But we got to talk about it, man. We got Coach Chris with us. We got G with us. So I'm pretty sure we're going to have a good conversation with the Knicks and the rest of the NBA, man. Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, if you ever want to join in on the conversation, tune in, set your apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you ever want to call in, join on the show. The number to dial is 929-477-4171 and press the number one. Then join the host queue, and you can join in in the live conversation. All opinions are welcome. All all fans, you don't have to necessarily be a Nick fan. I mean, it helps, but if, you, if you're just an NBA fan, you want to talk hoops, with a bunch of knowledgeable fans, this is your place to come. Um, let's welcome in the guys uh, um, before we get started. Um, so let's go in with Coach Chris. Welcome to the Nickelback Avenue Fan Forum, another week in orange and blue sports. How you doing, bro? Salutations, everyone. I'm glad to be here. Hope everyone's doing well. Peace, bro. Peace. Outstanding. Peace, p- peace and love in the room. And, of course, G, welcome back. It's been a it's been a minute. How you doing, bro? Good evening, fellas. It's always good being on here with y'all, man. Good evening, bro. Good evening. Uh oh, supervisor's coming. <laughs> nah, that's just a train announcement. Uh, well, let's. Let's have it out, folks, because um, since the last time we've been on this on this forum, the Knicks have been up and down. Um, after a win in Philadelphia, 
They fall at home to the Boston Celtics to then, take, to then squeeze out and survive. Yes, I am going to say it. We survived by pure luck and circumstance a victory over the Detroit Pistons um, due to controversial um, circumstances, as well as a, a, followed up by a loss last night to the New Orleans Pelicans, 115-92. Um, it's been a horrible month after, you know, such a, a brilliant January, Steve. Um, February has not been kind with the injury bug. What have you been seeing? You know, first let's start off with that Boston game, or or, or, or if you want to start with the Philly game, um, what did you see? How you know? How do you think the Knicks executed? Oh yeah, put me on the clock for the four minutes, three to four minutes. I won't even take all of that. It went exactly how I thought it would, based on our roster versus the opponents that we were facing now, and. I'm okay. I mean, that's my expectation. I expected to go 500 because of the circumstances. The Boston game I really, really wanted when we were at full strength, but obviously because of no Randall, no Ananobi, and, you know, a banged-up Hartenstein, and then, you know, the guy's still trying to fit into the rotations. It's just right now just trying to get by. And you're not going to be Boston, man, with, with a, a piecemeal of a team. And then Brunson's getting banged up. And it's just – it's just um, we're just trying to survive, bro. That's the best way I could put it, man. It's just a survival thing. And I, I, I don't know if there is any reasonable – and I put an adjective, quotes, and reason, reasonable – no way we were going 4-0 since last week with that roster. That's just not, you know, that's just not, that's just being real. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the Boston game, you know, it is what it is. The Pelican game, same thing. I didn't think we were going to beat the Pelicans at all. And I saw no jail. And I said, damn, that's that's terrible, man. The Detroit game, you know what? Detroit was really fun at the very end. I'm glad we got the, 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 the good side of the bouncing ball app last point. Um you know, it kind of made up for the Houston game a couple of weeks ago, so we got probably caught a break. <laughs> we caught a break, and and thank goodness for Josh Hart, man. I wish I saw Mr. Live, man. Mr. Live was kind of hard on Josh Hart before the game on um, that Pistons game, was. man. I really wanted, I really wanted to talk to him. Oh, he's here live, yo. We gotta talk about that Josh Hart, Mr. Live. <laughs> I see you live, yo. We'll bring him on after uh, G, though. But yeah, man, Josh Hart. I'm yeah. telling you, man, Josh Hart is a Swiss Army knife. And I was kind of a little, you know, the grades episode. Guys was kind of hard on Josh Hart. I was a little surprised about that. I could have, you know, we brothers, so I, I respect you, you guys' opinions. That's why we do what we do every day. We blew out. I passed the mic to Coach Chris, man. Well, before we do that, you're absolutely right. Um, so far, it seems like Josh Hart, you know, in, in, in between games and in between him, you know, shooting his his podcast roommates with uh, with Jalen Brunson, probably hurt us. And, uh, um, you know, he – really showed out over the last couple of games, you know, picking up the pieces, doing a lot of the dirty work, averaging a damn near triple-double in almost every in, in, in every contest. And that's something that, you know, will, will definitely weigh heavy when it comes down to, you know, of course, the playoffs. And then when we give our final grades at the end of the season, how, you know, how we look at him. Because he obviously took the criticism, took it to heart, no pun intended, and – you know, you know, turned it around and pretty much kept the kept the Knicks in pretty much in every single ball game. I mean, yeah, we we lost to Boston, we lost to New Orleans, but he's been he's been a firecracker. What do you say, Chris? Well, yeah, I don't I don't have no problems with how Josh Hart plays. I, I think 
before anything else, he has a ton of confidence, and I think that really helps in the areas where he's, you know, not the biggest dude on the floor. He's kind of in between size for his position, but he gives everything he got. And that's all you really ask for. Um, you know, it, it, remember when when we had Anthony Mason, and Anthony Mason was a six seven power forward, and he just did little things that you didn't typically see. And I'm not trying to trying to compare the two, but it's kind of like that, right? Like, he just brings to the table stuff that we need on any given night. He switches it up, too. Like, one night he's scoring, one night he's rebounding, one night he's just playing defense. He does what the team needs. Yeah, I guess we, we can call him a Swiss Army knife or whatever, you know, terminology we want to use. But I really don't have a problem with how he plays that. I, I think he could, he's the type of guy that could fit in anywhere. And that type of skill is valuable in, in – those are the type of guys that spend 10-plus years in the NBA because you can put him on any roster any year. He doesn't do anything fantastic. Um, he's got, like, that old man type of game, right? He's not super fast, not crazy athletic, but he's that YMCA type of player that just shows up at 47 years old and he's still giving you guys buckets. Um, as far as the team, man, I knew it was going to be rough as soon as Julius Randle got hurt, and I said it. I commented on, on one of the Instagram pages, and I said, now all these Knicks fans are really going to see how much we really uh, need Julius Randle. You know, his presence, everybody wants to say, trade him, get rid of him. He takes bad shots, all this stuff. Remember, this guy's been an all-star, what, three years in a row now? I mean, he's doing his thing, man. Um, he's a valuable piece, and he's been, you know, sticking by us. He did. He came here. He signed here when nobody else wanted to sign here. I know everybody was looking mm-hmm. for KD and Kyrie and all that. We got Julius Randle. I was happy with it because I always thought he was going to be a really good player. I've been watching him since high school. Um, he may not be exactly who we thought, but he's a damn good player, and I, I like what he does for the team. I like the way you know he he leads this cast of, of guys that we have. Even though Brunson is the guy, I think. Everybody's starting to see how really valuable um, Randall is. And I think with all of these injuries, with all these guys out right now, it's only going to help us in the long run because all these guys are getting valuable experience on the court. We're playing against teams like Boston, like Detroit. These are tight games. The Boston game wasn't that tight game, but it's a high-level competition. It's the number one team in the East, probably one, number one team in the NBA. So now when these guys get in the game and they get this experience, they're going to figure out, oh, man, you know, when this dude was out, I did this, I did that, this worked, this didn't. Um, it really builds character because when these guys are around, these other dudes just got to lay back. and they like, They're going to let these stars do all the heavy lifting. Well, now you got to play ball. Now you don't have a choice. So I think it's going to help us in the long run, fingers crossed. Um, but I, I see this as being a rough patch, but I think this will, this will be something that uh, we look back later on and say, hey, we know we got through that. Look at us now. All right, all right. Thank you very much. Now, G, Coach Chris just, just just alluded to the fact that you know Julius Randle, you know his presence is, is definitely missing and and everything. But you know, guys have to step up. Now that we've got a couple of weeks after the big, after the most recent trade, you know, the, the, the trade that sent Quentin Grimes to Detroit, along with a bunch of other, along with Evan Fournier and a couple other players in, in draft picks, and we got Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks. What do you see in these two guys now in this small sample size being on this team? 
Is it a pass? Is it a fail? How do you see those two guys right now? Well, honestly, I'm a, I think it's still too early. The fact that we got most of our guys that's out injured, it's easy to say all oh, these dudes, is, they bumming it out or whatever the case is. But my thing is that I would like to see them more on the floor where I would top those. Uh, I would like to see them with Randall and, and JB. Well, you know, Brunson a lot more. Um, OG out there with them. So as of right now, nah, it doesn't look too good. They they trying to get into um Tim's system. I know um Burks actually knows how Tim's work or whatever, but he's coming from a team where he almost had to be like a like a coming off the bench, be that that guy coming off the bench, or when he starts, he got to be. So, you know, the two or the three guys, he don't really have to do that here. Right now it's almost like he's filling them shoes again, but or at least trying to. But, yeah, I feel like you still got to give him some time for all of that, like to really evaluate the trade. They they out there, like, they out there nine men at best on the bench sometimes, like, as a full squad, like nine available players. I feel like they're competing with what they have right now, as best as possible. They they put up they put up a pretty decent fight last night. Uh, Boston they 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 killed us or whatever they you know. But you got to expect that against a team like Boston. We um you take care of Philly. You take uh you just barely beat. The Pistons, but the Pistons also are playing teams very well lately. They they had the Magics had to come down and beat them with a last um last second bucket the game before us. So I, I would like to give them a little more time before I really give a grade on on that on that trade right now. All right. Well, you, you know just. Just to touch on that, um, Boyan Bogdanovich, I think, is, you know, exactly what the Knicks needed. I feel like, you know, that um, he's filling in the, the, the he's filling in pretty nicely. I would like to see him to be more consistent and get more ample playing time. Um, just like yeah, you just said, um, G, is that, you know, he should be, you know, be playing a little bit more heavy minutes, and especially some crunch time minutes, especially when you need a bucket and you're going through those scoring drafts. I, I mean, we can't, we can't continue to have, you know, these – these five six minute periods and lulls in, in offense where we just can't we can't, we can't buy a bucket and you got a perfectly capable shooter in Boyan Bogdanovich. Now Alec Burks, um, I know it is too soon to say, but Alec Burks is not the guy that we thought he was going to be. So far, he has been. Um, I don't know who the who in the blue hell gave him the green light to take to just ch- chuck shots the way he does. His, I think his decision making has been, you know, subpar. And yeah, I don't know, man. Biggest problem right now. I, 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 and, 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 and frankly, you know, at this point, I'd rather have Quentin Grimes than Alec Burks. But that's just me. Um, but let's let's move it on. I'm going to pass the mic off to Mr. Live, who you know who shows up late. You know, and just in time to you know to you know to you know to touch on Josh Hart in 
you know, because we kind of, you know, we gave him a little bit of a hard time during our great um, period last, you know, uh, during the last session. But now here he is, you know, three, four games. He's doing his thing. What do you think? What do you think of Mr. Live? Okay, so so what's, what's good, people? What's good, y'all? You know what I'm saying? Um, I've, I've been dealing with a lot of people for a couple of days now with with my assessment of Josh Hart. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so, so I, I kind of need to start with this, man. I I I I I, I deem myself a very knowledgeable basketball fan. You understand what I'm saying? Especially about my crew, about, about my about my people. Um, I don't want anybody to think that I don't see every ounce of 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 hero that Josh Hart is. Every every ounce of player that he is, you know what I'm saying. How much we need him, I don't want to take none of that away from him. I, you know what I'm saying. And and in fact, this this really has to do more with Thibodeau than it does Josh Hart. And again, I think when I when we was great, and I said, look, I gave him a B minus, and that minus is not his. It's, that's that's Thibodeau for for playing him out out of space. But I I I, I continue. Um, out of place, but I, I continue, right? So, so when, I just need y'all brothers, very knowledgeable brothers, the, the, the picture right before before the, the OG trade. What was our problem? Our problem was that RJ was a square peg trying to be fitted in a round hole. Okay, shooting thirty two percent from the from from the three. You know what I'm saying? We had one drive to the left, you know, um, sometimes indecisive, sometimes, you know, not aggressive enough, right? So replace him with the same kind of dude, right? Let's say a, a, a more basketball savvy RJ. You understand what I'm saying? You got a dude that, that hesitate on that three-point shot, and that, maybe not in the last two, two games, but our two and a half games, right? You know what I'm saying? But you know, historically, he's he he's a guy that's that, and and they they played him the same way, especially in that in that uh in that Celtics game. They play off of him. They they want him to shoot. They want him to be the one that's out there. Now, you know, with that plus forty minutes a game, plus the fact that you know, that 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 you don't have another shooter out there to give Brunson any 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 space. We back to the old days. We back to even worse than the old days when 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 everybody, you know what I'm saying? That that the four, that three three players on the on the crew was in the paint. Four, I'm sorry, even four players is in the paint. Cause um, the, the only reason why we we might get a a a, a relief for that is because uh, a pressure naturally goes out to the to the to the three, right? Where where Josh Hart stays in the paint, right around where Brunson operates. Right around where Josh Hart want to pump fake and run into, you understand what I'm saying? So, so again, this this had that that my my criticism about Hart has more to do with um, how Thibodeau is playing him and the minutes he's playing. Okay, I, I, I love that guy. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was he was definitely the difference maker last year, and 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 these last three four games are are primarily. Is a big part of the reason why we've we've been in these games, okay? 
Tibbs needs space in that first unit. Okay, you know, we, we just talked about Hart. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, I'm sorry, Burke. Yes, he's stinking up the joint, but Tibbs needs to start one of them two guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. I, you, you know he's going to end the game with Hart. Hart can still play 35 minutes. He just need they just need to to space um Brunson better. Brunson is now shooting for the last ten games, he's shooting thirty one percent from the three. You understand what I'm saying? His walk up three, he ain't even got room for that no more. You understand what I'm saying? He ain't got room, you know what I'm saying? The the the, the areas because everybody is crowding his spot. And they daring everybody else to shoot. So, you know, at, at the at the cost uh, of some defense, you have to make people, you got to get people out of Brunson's way. If you're going to play for Brunson 41 minutes a game, you got to make it more comfortable for him. And that's that's something that Thibodeau is not doing. So that's my criticism about that. Um, as far as, again, as far as that, that, that trade, I, I, I still love the Burke and, and Bogdanovich trade. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree with we're Av though, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, especially seeing my, my man almost kill us against Detroit. I would rather have Grimes than than, than um, Burke right now. But again, I gotta go back to Thibodeau. If y'all remember, you know when 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 we traded um, our Rose, I believe I believe that was the scenario, and Burke was bringing that ball up. Okay, when Burke is at the point, he is caca stoop. He is garbage. His, his, you know what I'm saying? His, all of his energy is 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 is, is sucked away. Pause. You know what I'm saying? It is taken away trying to trying to run the offense when all all he really need to do is keep on chucking. And, and again, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, somebody else just said we need a little time. I still think he need a little time. Um, I've been I've been self the meaningful ball, but you know that 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 was not all right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, to follow up on that, but once OG Ananobi gets cleared to, you know, to, to play, I really think that you're going to see Josh Hart's minutes kind of scale back, and you're not going to see him. I mean, you're still going to see him. He, he's still going to be on the floor. He's still going to get ample play time, you know, and especially in the first couple of weeks that, that OG comes back. But I think that once guys start coming back and, and, and people start to, um, to, to flow back into their natural position and their natural role on this team, that should alleviate some of those problems. But, Steve, back to you on this one. <clears throat> the Knicks, right now, I mean, I mean it goes without saying, has had a horrible month. Injury bug is, is killing us. Um, and you, you, you actually mentioned, you know, that um, – about the Houston game that we lost, you know, and the NBA just came up with the ruling that they're not going to overturn that, you know, um, that protest because it wasn't a misuse of basketball rules of, of any kind or misappropriation of the rules, is, is, I think is what they said. So, and now with the Detroit game, the way that, you know, the way that happens, do you think that, the, that you know, that the referee, referees are just, outmatched or or, or or just, you know, this is problematic at this point? I mean, how do you remedy that? I mean, I mean, I don't know how to answer that. I mean, refs always been an issue for decades, so it's like, I don't know, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, we're all, fans are always going to complain about the refs, and a lot of it is valid, but that's, the refs are human. I mean, they're going to make mistakes. So uh, we caught a break against Detroit. 
I think. And then um, we had a bad break in Houston when it came to the refs. Uh, we just got to play through it. We we got the ball. And we got the go ahead bucket to uh, to 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 win the game versus Detroit. We needed that because at least we stayed on par with that 500. Losing that game would have been under 500 over the last four. Um, I want to go to other players um, that I'm seeing. You know, Lai makes a great point. I mean, listen, he's I agree with him with what he's saying and with Thibodeau, and I think that's the challenge that coach is going to have to make with the rotation. So, Av, let me ask you this. I, I think um, uh, how would you want to do the second and the third quarter rotations, i.e., give you an example, but you want to run with McBride, you want to let McBride do more traditional one duties, how would you like to do it? If you could give me a quick – 30-second response as far as middle rotation, second and third quarter, let's say before half, right after halftime. Like, how would you like to play the rotation if you, if you quickly answer it? I, I, I would rather have McBride out there uh, over Burks at this point because, uh, because McBride is a natural point guard. And, you know, to me, you know, he just, he, he just brings a much more steady flow in, in, in the ball movement. I don't I, – I, I have not seen the benefit of Alec Burks – Re, you know, rekindling his his previous position as the makeshift point guard that Tom Thibodeau had him a couple of years ago. I just don't see it. I'd rather have McBride out there. That. Yeah, I feel you on that because McBride, um, I think he could take more of a role, and he should. And I don't know if the coaches have confidence in him to do that, I, for, for, to bring more traditional point guard duties. Uh, yeah, Burks. Uh, listen, I, the way I look at Burks and Bajanovich in particular, I'm I, I'm like with G. I really have to be patient until every piece is back and then we can see a full roster right before the playoffs. And hopefully they'll all be back. So we can have more, you know, we can see regular rotation uh, minutes and who plays better with who. Uh, you know, the things I did like about Chua is the same things I did dislike about Chua. So I'm up and down with him like the stock market ad because he can't hit the corner threes like he should on a consistent basis and they're daring him to shoot. And he could be, he could be a weapon like let's say like how the Celtics used Grant Williams all those years when he they they developed him into a corner shooter and then he went to Dallas. Uh, I wish Chua was better shooter from the three because their teams are daring them to shoot. Brunson's taking a beating, mm-hmm. we all know that. Mm-hmm. It's just that uh, it's just one of those situations. Well, we're not playing bad because the team's bad. We're playing bad because we know there's missing pieces, and that's a whole different right. argument. So I have to be patient. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, on that note, on Achua, let, let, let's also let's also be, be a little bit fair to him. The fact is, is that he's getting an increased role now playing on this team, considering that he has to make he has to make up a, you know all the minutes that you're that you're losing with Julius Randle being out. Now, even with Julius Randle being in, he's playing he's playing a, a little bit more of a of an increased role than what he was playing in Toronto, you know, prior to. I mean, he was barely getting, you know, what, less than 10 minutes a game in Toronto, averaging, what, four or five points a game, maybe a, maybe a couple of rebounds. Now he's, he's playing in an increased role as the, the, the primary backup four, and at the moment the starting four and, and, the, and, and the only four that we have on, uh, on the roster that's not injured. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I'm willing to forgive the fact that he hasn't been able to hit the, you know, the corner three up consistently because it wasn't something that well, he was asked to do yeah. previously as much. Well, well, but here's the thing, though. I agree with you, and he's not asked to do that, but there's the reason why they put players in certain spots on the court because they mm-hmm. want you to 
make those shots. This is the, kind of the new NBA. Not that I agree with the new NBA. I'm kind of more old school with you guys. But this is what they do. They put guys in certain positions, and they you have to earn. It's almost like you, you have the job. You don't fuck it up. I agree with you, Ab. It's the trade-off. Like, he's there to, you know, to, to give you some minutes. It's almost like a starting pitching in baseball. You got to give somebody to give you innings. He's giving you innings from that position because of Randall. And the trade-off is he's not the guy that they're daring him to shoot. And, and that's the, that's you have to live with it. But a lot of his his stats, for the most part, during the, you know since Randall's been out, has just been filler stats because they really haven't amount to continuous wins. Like they, he's doing yeah. his job to the point because because of the minutes, but it's not like those stats are giving you wins. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like empty stats to an extent. Well, I I see what you're saying, and and and, and, and I agree with you to a degree. But again, that's not something that I you know you know that I was expecting much of him. And, and I mean, given before Randall got hurt, he was doing but, just about Ab, everything that you could ask of him. And I just said. We we playing with with the with the, the cards that are dope. I mean, I get I understand right. the situation because of the injuries. I'm I'm in agreement with you. He's getting more of a role. It's just one of those situations we just have to live with. That's all I'm saying. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Coach Chris, anything you want to add to that? I Coach? mean, <clears throat> let, let's take it to account. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Let's take it to account. You know, last Alex Burke was with us, we didn't have a backup point guard. So he was playing out of position. I think he, he he's not a natural point guard, but I think he played a little bit in college. Uh, so I think that's where they felt comfortable. But that's not his role. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he he's a shooter. He's a scorer. Uh, to have him do that, we had nobody else at that time. Now we do. Now we have about three other guys that can handle the ball instead of him. So we don't need to get put that added pressure on him. If we see he's not working at that, it's just not what it was before, then we don't need him to bring the ball. He's not a distributor. He's not going to be able to set up the offense. That's cool. I don't have any gripes about that. Um, but you want him to feel comfortable but and do the things that he's capable of doing. You know, have these dudes in the NBA because they got like three things that they're good at. Everybody in the NBA has like three things they're good at. And then to try to make somebody add to their game when when they're a, a specialty player or when they it's just not capable. And and as far as like expecting too much out of the guys that we have, our four best players, top players. Are out right now, <laughs> it's just it's just not capable that we're gonna do you know outrageous things. I think the Philly game, you know, we had Brunson that game, so you know it looked better than what it probably should have. But Philly's on a decline right now. I didn't expect us to beat New Orleans. When I saw who wasn't playing, I, I pretty much said, all right, you know, this, this will be a loss. But I still think the guys gave a good effort. It's not like they just rolled the ball out on the court and gave up. Um, it, it is like okay. I get it. We want something to happen immediately. We're all happy about it. We're all in agreement that this could be a team that could do some things. So we want to see something happen right now. But unfortunately, it's not going to happen right now because of the amount of injuries of who is not playing. It's not even like we have, like, 11th to 12th players. Like, it's not Jacob Toppin that's hurt. It's a bunch of all these other guys that actually needed to get in the game that's hurt. So, 
we do have to kind of wait. We do have to kind of unfortunately show some patience with this situation. Um, I think production-wise, these guys are giving you what we kind of thought they were going to give us. So we're kind of at where we should be. I think once we get all the other guys back, we'll be in a greater position. It's just we all know it's going to be that meshing period where it's like, all right, you know, everybody's back now. How's everything going to work out? And now that I'm bringing Jacob talking, topping, did y'all see the damn dunk that he saved? Why didn't this dude do that dunk from the beginning? This had me. Now I'm raising my voice. Now I'm upset. Damn it, Jacob Toppin. Do that dunk <laughs> right when you get on the court. Oh, Thank my you. God. Okay, so that just pissed him off. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, th- I think we're all awake now. <laughs> Gee, anything yeah. you want to follow up with? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I couldn't agree with him more on that. It was basically kind of like what I said about Burks. It was like he was asked to be a he he's being asked to do the same thing that he was kind of shaky doing a few years ago with us. And right. That's why I'm not expecting too much from him right now. If you put him in a role where he's not bringing the ball up, just being a spot up shooter. You know, taking a, a a couple dribbles off the, you know, taking a shot off a couple dribbles or something. It's a, it's a little different from him bringing the ball up and going nuts. And he's doing a lot of that. It's a lot of bad, a lot of bad decision making when when it comes to him right now. But as as the team comes along and get healthy, I think that's going to change. I I believe that. He'll, he'll calm himself down. He looks to just kind of feel his way in and not try to do too much. Right now, he's just trying to do too much because he just wants to help the team. At, at least that's my opinion on it. We got a lot of guys out, man. Yeah, that, I mean, that injury bug is is really showing itself. And hopefully, you know, the good news is, uh, OG Adonubi will be um, evaluated at the end of the week, um, and you know, a, 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 according according to sources, he's probably going to be um, be given about a, about a week to anywhere between ten days and two weeks. You know, you know, until he's comfortable, you know, to you know to, to rejoin the team and, and join them in practice, and then of course um, Julius Randle is still out and. Um, Surgery is still on the table for him. Um, more than likely, he's going to opt against it because that's what he did last year when he had, when, when he when he messed up his ankle. But um, it's still on the table. Um, so far, no setbacks. But I mean, there you know anything can happen with you know with these kind of injuries. And of course, Mitchell Robinson is still Mitchell Robinson. I mean, you're supposed to be, he's supposedly already working on. Certain, you know, certain activities, um, which was supposed to happen after the All Star break, but live, I want you to take a look ahead of the schedule. Tomorrow night we start, you know, we have a game against the Golden State Warriors, and then we start off the month of March in Cleveland, and then before our next session here on the Nick Vaccaro Fan Forum, we have a date with Trey Young at the Atlanta Hawks. Um, how are you looking at this? Um, uh, uh, not, not too bad. Look, listen, I don't, I don't 
you know, I, be, I believe we have enough players to 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 go uh, uh, two and one in, in in that scenario. Um, I'm not scared of Atlanta, even even without depleted situation. Cleveland is the only one I'm actually worried about, and the Warriors. Warriors is the Warriors, man. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 those kind of games. You know what I'm saying? Just like the one last night, the Pelicans. Where 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 the where the conferences in the West and and those games don't count against us or our standing over here. I think those are the games where 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 for, for at least the next two to three weeks, you know, we 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 make it a little easier on Josh Hart and 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 Brunson and Ragu. We we play Jacob Toppin. We play um C Brown um. Uh, they just brought the other brother back from, you know what I'm saying? He's like a, a, a G League veteran for us. You understand what I'm saying? I forgot the homie name. Um, but, you know, I, I want to be Jeffries. fairly healthy when OG comes back. And then hopefully, you know, a 70, 75, 80% Randall comes back. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and again, like you guys said, th- those are the opportunities where the Bogdanovich and Burke situation and the relief for, for, for Harden, and those guys will, will come to play. But that's, that's another three weeks, y'all. That's another three weeks. So, so, so those games you just mentioned, and I believe with the right amount, with the right amount of uh, attention, we could go two and one in, in, in that situation. All right, Steve, I want to ask you the same question. Also, um, I want, I, I want you to touch base a little bit on the Western conference. You know, I'm, I, I call you know the spots one through four the four car pile up because only three games separate them separate each of them in you know you know in their race for first. Um, so first, upcoming schedule, next three games of the Knicks, and then can you t- can you touch a little bit on the Western Conference? Um, for the Knicks, two and one is definitely doable. I would agree with Live, but you know I hate when Steph Curry comes to the Garden. Because we had those conversations years ago when he broke the three-point record on our home court and fans were cheering for that <laughs> yeah. shit. That still bothers me. Yeah, it um, still bothers me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we beat Cleveland, man. And I, I would definitely yeah. like to touch about the maybe between now and the ep- end of this episode, the end of that game versus Dallas. That was some shit right there, man. But anyway, you said the top four teams in the West. Um, Listen, it's a competitive Western Conference, man, and I know the Lakers and the Clippers play later on tonight. Again, you know, I think whoever's the home team, I think it's the Clippers. They play on the same court, but I'm trying not to buy Clippers stock, Coach Chris, in NF. I am trying not to, man, because they always burn you, the Clippers, but why should any reason be this this season be any different? Because of the low management rules? Like, you have to play now Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Like, like years before, they would sit out. And now they were playing more. Harden's there. Westbrook's off the bench. Nor- and Norm Powell. Yeah, yeah, they they, they are they are, are, are they are, are they really? I guess that that's a rhetorical question. If you guys like the answer, I am trying not to buy Clippers stock because the last several years they will burn you, man. But I don't know. Is this year different? That's my question. And then I have you know um, OKC and let's say the you know, the Denver's of the world. Um, 
I really thought Phoenix at some point has got to find a way to turn it on because you have three elites. You never had three elite scorers at the same time. You don't have to get to the number one seed. You just got to get to the dance and then go from there. That's one of those teams at any given point when all three are healthy, there's going to be at least two on the court at all times, all game long. And I would bank with that more than anything. Um, that's why they went and got Bradley Bill. So yeah, the quick the quick answer, Ev. Um, yeah, listen, um, the West is I got to see the matchups in the playoffs, and as of right now, man, it's just nip and tuck. I just try not to buy Clipper stock. And Coach Fritz, when it's your time to talk, I thought Matt Struess had the quarter of his life last night. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe what I saw after the Rangers. I was after the Rangers game for the hockey, and then I saw what happened with the Mavericks and the um, Cavs. Wow, what, that was some crazy shit, guys. Did you see it? Let me know. Uh, I'll pass the mic. Well, um, so to quickly yeah. answer your question. Wait, hold on one second, Coach Chris. Apologies. Um, to answer your, qu- your question really quickly on the Clippers, I have never yeah. bought any stock into the Los Angeles Clippers. I never will. Um, they yeah, have yeah, never yeah. shown me. They have never shown me that they're a team that's really all about actually winning. I think that the Clippers' identity for the, for the last at least thirty to thirty-five years. Ever since the Donald Sterling thing, definitely is simply well, that, be better than the Lakers in some way, shape, or form. That's all they well, care about. That, that's actually that's actually changing now. Real quick, and I'll pass it back to you. They're building that new arena next to the Ram Stadium now. They have their own identity now. They're going to open that building up next season. I don't know if you knew about that, but they got the new building yes, in Inglewood. That's Lakers territory. Yeah. That's Lakers territory. You know what I'm saying? That's almost, that's probably just as disrespectful when the Nets move Barclays down downtown. You know, in Brooklyn, that's Knicks territory. So the Clippers are pretty much taking a Knicks move, building their own house where the Lakers won many championships. It's really weird. But yeah, they're not the same. They're they're building a whole to- totally brand. I don't think they should be in the LA market. I think they should have moved to Vegas. But that's just me. But yeah, uh, they they got a they got a whole. New thing, they're they're leaving the Staples Center, whatever it's called, crypto now. You know, they they, they got their own yeah. thing going. I'm I, I'm a firm believer that the Clippers should probably go back to San Diego where they first started, but I understand why they don't. So that's all. It, it, that's all it is. Coach Chris, your thoughts? Well, yeah, I, I'm buying stock in the Clippers this year. Um, uh, I kind of figured those rough those, those few games in the beginning when they first got Harden was going to be rough. Um, but I, I, I think this is the year they at least make it to the Western Conference Finals. And I think depending on who they play, because if they play somebody like Minnesota or OKC or even Phoenix yeah. in the Western Conference Finals, I think they mm-hmm. could beat them and they could make it to the NBA Finals. I think this is the best version of the Clippers that we've seen in our lifetime, this is the best Clippers team that they've ever had, better than when they had Blake, um, DeAndre, Chris Paul, J.J. Redick, Matt Barnes, Lane Stevenson, Josh Smith, all of them dudes, Austin Rivers, all them dudes, I think this is still the best team. That better than when they had Lamar Odom, Elton Brand, Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles, Keon Doolin, Andre Miller, Baron Davis, whoever they wanted to run. This is the best version of the Clippers. And I think this this um, owner, I love the fact that he's a fan, because most some of these owners don't give a damn. They just want this is a 
This is a business for them, and it's a profitable business for them. This dude loves his team, and you can see mm-hmm. it. He acts like a mm-hmm. little kid on the court. I love mm-hmm. it. I, love, mm-hmm. I wish I wish Dolan would, would act like that and care as much as this dude does. Um, so I think he's, putting, he's investing. Yeah, a long time ago. But I, I think that this dude is investing everything into this team to make them better, and I think this is probably the year where they go. Um, I, and, and like mm-hmm. a, you know, like we talked about, we, we all have the same concerns with, like, a team like Phoenix, right? Because they, they're never consistent. Nobody's they, – they're always hurt. Somebody's always down. It's just always, they, they don't have a strong bench. I think Minnesota just don't doesn't have the it factor. Like I get it, Anthony Anthony Edwards is a hell of a player, but ain't nobody worried about no damn Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert. Like these these two dudes are big as hell and get disrespected on a regular basis because they don't give us a reason to respect them. And OKC just they they still too young. They don't have the experience. So this is what I'm saying. You know, if they run into like the Nuggets, maybe you know might have a little issue there. But I think otherwise, I think the Clippers can make it. Now, as far as Max Struess, son, what? Yo. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think it was the perfect night for something like that to happen. Because we all know Dallas don't play no damn defense. Luka Doncic Doncic don't play no defense. Kyrie Irving hasn't played defense since they played Golden State in the NBA Finals. I haven't seen... Kyrie played defense ever since then. This was perfect for this dude to go off. If he was going to pick any night, matter of fact, every dude in the NBA who plays the guard position should be watching that game over and over again. And every time they play Dallas, they need to go crazy on them because neither one of them dudes is going to stop nothing. And I know it pisses Jason Kidd off because he was a defender. And he was a really good defender. And uh, these dudes he are no reflection of who he used to be. So I know that should drive him crazy. So, Max yeah. Drews, shout out to you, son, because I didn't know you had it in you. You got overshadowed for so many years down in Miami. You signed with Cleveland so you can get more money and get more freedom. Do your thing, man. Do it. I'm happy for you. That shot was a crazy shot. We all dream about it. I hope he got all the women in downtown Cleveland after that. Shout out to him <laughs> for the night. Only one night. I don't ever want to see it again. Just that one night. Okay. Um, I don't know how you're going to follow that up, but go ahead, G. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that up either. But that was, it was just straight to the he, he had a crazy night. I, I definitely watched the game, um, well, most of the fourth quarter last night, and he was going crazy. And the last shot was just ridiculous. And I do agree. Um, most teams really, or every other team that played on me that attacked them sort of the same way. They, they're not known for their defense. It's almost like Indiana. They, again, they score a lot of points, but they're not stopping shit. Excuse my language. They're not, you know, they ain't stopping nothing. That, that, that was a hell of a, that was a hell of a um, fourth quarter for him and a hell of a game winning shot. All right, uh, live. Um, 
if you want to follow up a, 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 a Maxis Cruz's uh, career-defining moment or, or, or you want to talk about the Western Conference at all, please fire away. Nah, nah, nah. Coach, coach, coach threw that down. You know what I'm saying? I, he, he basically, you know, topped that off, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I definitely um, say, you know, he was, he was right on, on, on point with his analysis about that top five too, about about the Clippers anyway. Um, you know, you know, if they if they see Phoenix or, or, or OKC, man, and I, I don't trust them in, in the Lakers, but you know what I'm saying? Any, any of them, any of them. Any of them crews, man, come up in there, man. They got a they got a shot to, to win it all, man. I, you know, I they just look. Aside from Boston, they looked as thorough a team as any in the NBA to me in my in my book this year. I, I haven't seen a, a, a um a team more solid. And, and really, man, the key is is uh, Westbrook, man. Like like he's like he's he's a. Hall of Fame six man like he, 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 yo, it's just it's insane here how disruptive he is man and then and then you got this really good dude um you know coming off the bench I, you know what I'm saying I forgot you know, Chris uh, Coach Chris just no, mentioned Norman Powell Norman Powell that that dude man he's I I really pause I really wanted that dude when he, when all that free agent stuff was going on man I love his game. He is a he is a, a he's just consistent with what he do, man. And he play way bigger than he is. So, um, you know, with that said, man, yeah, coach nailed it, man. Like, like I thought, I, I, you know, I, I buy some stock in the Clippers, man. You know, I, I, I believe in them. You know, but again, everybody is one or two injuries away from 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 you know just everything collapsing. So, you know, well, you know, not not to wish nothing on them dudes, but you know, we'll see. Hold up, real quick for everybody, because now, now, now I'm very curious. I want, I, I want, I want everybody, I want everybody to just to do this really quick, quick answer. If the LA Clippers, by some, by, by, by hook or by crook, win the Western Conference and make it to the NBA Finals, do you see them beating any of the top four teams in the Eastern Conference? I'm talking about the the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, or the New York Knicks. Are they beating any any four of the, any one of those four teams? A quick answer. They have well, a shot. I'm trying not to buy stock, but they do have a shot. Based on the way I'm seeing them play, I mean, they they, they got I'm it. I'm going to close trade. This is their best version they had yeah. ever, like since ever. I think the word ever with capital E. This might be Chris? their best version. Yeah, yeah, they got a shot. They 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 got they got a shot. I mean I mean I, I mean truthfully I think that they they got a better shot o- over here with 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 at least the the, the um, start from the top two Boston and maybe Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know they could they could see us, man. Cleveland, you would well, you see what they did to us, man? So like, you know, Cleveland, uh, us, right? The only the only ones that that Boston is just really a, a really good team right now. So I you know. It, it, you know, there'd be hard matches against them, but it'd be a great. I think it'd be a great series play. Yeah. G, do you concur? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, look, man, the the fact that Westbrook accepted his role coming on the bench. They play well um, when they play small ball. They even play better when they play some small ball. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They have length. 
And they make it to the to the finals, and uh, absolutely, they have a, a real good chance. All right. Well, I'll be devil's advocate on this one, then, because I'll just say it like this: against Boston, hell no. Against Milwaukee, they might have a shot because they, since Milwaukee, Milwaukee hasn't figured out their defenses yet. Against right. Cleveland, it will be an exciting series. Against the Knicks, they're not stopping us at the full strength. I'm sorry. Now, I, 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 I will not buy that stock under, under net. Well, let, let's, let's real look quick, at real this. Quick, we got to get to final thoughts real quick. Real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Coach Chris. No, I was going to say, you know, when you break down the matchups, um, yeah, I think if the if the Clippers make it out of the West, I think they, they could win it. Um, when you break down the matchups, you know, you got Harden at the point, guard Harden, right? Or or um, Holiday. Because right. then, you, then you got then you got to think who's going to check Terrence Mann. So you probably put Holiday on Harden, White on Mann, right? Then you got P.G. Brown. Then you got Kawhi Tatum. And then Porzingis and, and uh, Zubac. Now, Zubac, yeah. coming off the bench, who, who does um, Boston have coming off the bench? Because Clippers got about three dudes coming off the bench that you got to worry about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you break down the matchup, so so and, and this isn't this isn't like this is Harden's best shot because this is the first time he doesn't have to be the first or second option. This is third option Harden. So mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. say let's say PG is going crazy. Are you going to leave Brown on PG or are you going to put Holiday on PG or like what's going to be your matchup? Now now you leaving the third option like. Your third best player on the Celtics has to guard James Harden. That's difficult for me to say Boston's going to win that series. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let's go around for final thoughts, Steve. You got you yeah. got the clock. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I got one minute for everybody, my, include, myself included. All right. So. We brought up Max Strews. We brought up Norman Palmer. When you really think about it, they came from two of the top teams in the NBA with development. The Miami Heat, uh, the uh, the Toronto Raptors. So you got to take that into consideration. Hopefully the Knicks may be in that conversation when you think about RJ, Quick, Grimes. And Grimes, I thought, had a good fourth quarter, and Fournier was probably relieved to get some garden minutes the other night. So... My other final thoughts are the other shows that we got going on. We got the football show on Thursday with the all-season, Giants, and the rest of the NFL. I got some American League thoughts uh, episode coming later this weekend. I did one on the National League for the baseball. I did some ma- uh, Major League Soccer on match day ones and twos uh, for Inter-Miami and all Real, C- C- uh, Real Salt Lake. And then the hockey episode uh, just last night. Uh, the Rangers uh, beating the Blue Jackets tonight, lost Sunday, beat the Philadelphia F- uh, Flyers on Saturday. We have a – listen, we're live and Coach Chris and G and, and Ab and then all the other shows. We are the best sports platform probably on the East Coast, independent thinkers. That's no bullshit. That's no cap. That's my final thoughts. That's not even cap. There's no cap. That's a pure fact. Um, and I listen to freaking sports talk radio all day, and not just the big network. I'm listening to all the other podcasts, and some are really good, but they don't cover, you know, all the sports the way that we do here on the As a collect, 
as a collective with the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum and Coach Chris G and Live and Ad myself and then all the other shows with the hockey guys, the football guys, the baseball people, the soccer. And then when you throw in our mixed martial arts with the boxing, we bring that back. We are the best. I'm telling you, man. Nobody's fucking with us. Bleed blue. <laughs> Let's go. Coach Chris, any final thoughts for you, sir? Fellas, when, when are we going to a game, man? When are we all going to go to a game? When are we all going to get together? I'm, I'm going to the game on the 10th. Right, let me know when y'all going, and I'll meet y'all at the game. I'm, I'm dead serious. We need to yeah, all get dope. together. And, yeah, that, that take a picture. Like a make a band out of it. Do a, whatever we got to do. Let, let me know, man. I'm in. Um, stay tuned for that because, we're, you know, we're going to have to do a Nickelback Avenue um, you know, fan event, you know, where we invite not just, you know, the stakeholders here, but also all the fans of the Blue Blue Show on, on all the other platforms because it's a lot of fun. When we're all together, we're, it's a lot of fun because it's, it's nonstop sports talk and just great banter and, and dialogue. G, your final thoughts, please. Oh, man, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Again, at least two out of the three that's coming up. Let's go next, baby. Let's go next. Two out of three. It's not a bad. It's not a bad look. Not a bad look at all. Live. No, Mr. Crispy. No crispy jerseys. No crispy jersey. Yo, um, just let's let's survive the the next two and a half weeks, man. Let's get some let's get some health back into the lineup, man. Let's. You know, pray that Tibbs, you know, want want to see some G Lee love. <laughs> you know, give give Brunson some some relief from the next spasms. Paul, you know what I'm saying, let's let's just let's just get healthy, man, man. Bleed blue, man. Yo, 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 Steve, I'm amped up off of that off of that last um um uh, tirade, brother. I like that. I'm amped. Bleed blue. Facts. It's all facts. Bleed blue, man. It's all facts, man. Come on, man. All the knowledge on this platform, on the basketball alone, and then you think all the other shows? Come on, man. That's right. Exactly. And everybody don't ain't, ain't touching this. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Love y'all cats, man. Much respect. Well, much respect. And you know what? It, I think it's about time. It's been a long time. But Knickerbocker Avenue has to invade the dugout. And... We, Steve, I, I, we're going to have to talk about the American League because, well, you know. That, uh, real quick, I'll tell you that. Like, when, 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 as long as the NHL and the NBA is on starting in April, we'll do the dugout on Sundays. Uh, I'll, I'll keep you posted. I don't have a quite a set schedule, but once the NHL and NBA is off, we're going to be alternating Sundays and Mondays, basically. But I'll keep you, I'll give the heads up on when people come on to our baseball, man. I'll let you know. All right. Absolutely, and and, and 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 folks, if if you have, if you haven't done so already, follow us on 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 all our social platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at Knickerbocker Ave. This is Steve Azul, Mr. Live, um, Denardo DP. Whenever he comes back, Dominic Denardo, Coach CP. Um, yo, everybody, follow each you know follow these brothers because we you know you got great knowledge, great dialogue, and underneath everything that really great people. You know, to you know, to you know, conversate about sports and just anything in general. Uh, my final thought is absolutely is absolutely this. Um, thank God February is almost over because um, this has been a horrible month for you know for the Knicks. Um, hopefully, we start getting hearing some more good news. You know, coming up um, after you know the end of the week with OG Ananobi, eventually with Julius Randle. Who knows about Mitchell Robinson? 
but hopefully this team starts to get starts feeling you, you know getting to be a full roster and we can go back to being what I've always been what I've been saying for now over a month maybe almost two months now this team is a title contender right now at full strength I don't see any other team really giving us the business I see the Knicks handling out some you know a bunch of cans of ass weapons you know and finally bring bring back the the Larry O'Brien for the first time in 51 years. That's just my take. You don't agree with me. You know where to find me. I Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm Nick Abaka. For Steve Azul, for Coach Chris, for G, for Mr. Live, and, for, of course, for Steve Azul. This is your boy. Have a good night. Bleed blue. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.